Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another podcast of Will Take on Sports. I'm the host, Will Walker. Thank you so much for taking this time to download and listen to this show, whatever platform that you listen to this show on. Please hit that like, follow, or subscribe button. Also, follow the show on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at WWS underscore sports show. Today's podcast, August 30th, statement made. Got to give those young fellows in the NBA a lot of a lot of credit in for having the courage to walk out on an NBA playoff game or boycott an NBA playoff game. That that took a lot of courage. Never thought I would see that happen in this lifetime, but I also didn't think there would be a black president. So, hey, I was wrong twice, at least, that I would admit. But anyway, the NBA started a, a chain reaction. We had Major League Baseball follow suit, NHL, MLS, and also the number four ranked women's tennis player, Naomi Osaka. She decided to opt out of her semifinal match. She did play it later, but she opted out initially. So, the statement has been made that athletes, don't want to just shut up and dribble or swing a bat and dribble or throw a football and dribble or swing a tennis record and just play. They want to also advance the social cause that is police brutality and systemic racism. All right, got that out of the way. Now I'm going to have some fun. I want to welcome in the twins, Mr. Lewis Tenor and Mr. Derek Wilson. What's up, fellas? Yeah, what's Yo. going on? Well, yeah, there we the go. Show, yeah. There we go. We got uh twins. Um get out the brooms, y'all gone. We 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 swept y'all. So get out the brooms. Yep. I don't know what you make it a big deal for. We already set that when game one came around, they was gonna be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Preliminary matchup before we get the big showdown between the Clippers and the Lakers at at the time of this recording. The late the Clippers are playing the Dallas Mavericks. They're absolutely beaten 
beating them pretty bad. They're up by 15 points. Kawhi Leonard is being Kawhi Leonard. And um, Luka Doncic is having a good game despite getting slapped upside the head by the Morris twin. That was intentional, just like he stepped on his ankle. That was intentional. Of course. But it is, but it is what it is. And Mr. Walter Stroll just chimed in. And also Mike Walker is here. All right, guys, here we go. This is what this is the first question for today's podcast. I want to ask you guys in regards to uh, oh, before we do that, uh, Major League Baseball just um, celebrated Jackie Robinson Day. You know, everybody wear number forty-two. Um, me personally, I like that they do it, but I wish uh, they would not all wear number forty-two because I don't know baseball like that, Lou. I don't know these players like that, so I like I like to have the names on the back so I can kind of identify who's who. Right, but. You know, I get it. I get it. It's tradition, Will. It's tradition, Will. Every year they wear number 42, no matter who it is. You know, it's just to keep, you know, the tradition alive. All right. All right, guys. I spoke about the boycott earlier, so I'm going to start with the twins. This is my question. How surprised were you that the conservative leagues, uh, like the Major League Baseball and National Hockey League, joined in the boycott that the NBA players started. Shocked. I'm very surprised. I didn't think that was ever going to happen. I, I, Especially for the NBA, while they're in a playoff game, you know, it, it shows that they care more about the community than they do uh, the NBA, which is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And it shows their courage and their pride to do uh, what they need to do for the community, especially among black lives. Um, especially people not caring about black lives, so to speak. So I'm very shocked with that. And I'm glad they did it. And I'm right behind Darren. I agree with 100%. I was just as shocked. I looked at social media. I looked at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I did it. The minute that this happened, there's some people that's been pretty outraged about this. And you have we to don't care. We do not care. The thing is that when you hit the
All right, Mike. Yeah. Like, hey, 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 what do you think about Major League? I didn't get mine. Well, no, I, I'm going to get you. Oh, um, Mike. Oh. Yeah, Mike, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Let me get your thoughts on oh, the yeah. conservative uh, league joining in the protest. Man, I, I, I was totally shocked. And I, I was even more proud of Michael Jordan and his whole thing because, you know, I was starting to uh, doubt how Michael Jordan, which side of the river Michael Jordan was on. And Michael Jordan was wearing the – him and, and President Obama were two of the big pieces of the puzzle that got these guys back together and got them to play. And and in the other leagues, um, I, baseball. After that, I seen a guy on TV crying, and his players didn't go stand take his back. And but the next, the whole just about the whole league took his back. So I, I was proud, but I never would have thought hockey hockey would have stood up because what is it was three three black hockey players, if that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I so I never I never would have thought that, but I applied all 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 of the sports league except golf. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lou, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, Lou. All right, well, um, you know, when I first heard about with um, Boston and Toronto, you know, I kind of had this feeling, okay, they're dropping out, I mean, dropping out. So I think this might start our trend with the other with the other. Uh, basketball games, and so it did. And then, but I didn't think it would spill over to the other sports. You know, uh, hockey doesn't really have any really black players at all. Bunch they never really did. So I didn't see how they were gonna. With baseball, I'm not surprised too much because you know they have um, players from all over. You know, it's not like you like I say uh, for a Caucasians game, but it's really not. It's now mixed players and whatnot. So I'm not surprised. But what I'm confused about is why only half the teams uh, decide to boycott the games. There, it seems did not. I mean, because you're saying you want to show solidarity. Well, how are you showing solidarity if half the teams of baseball are still playing? So that's what that's what uh, got me uh, dog confused here. I thought they were all in this all together. You know, baseball seemed like they were split. So I was a little bit shocked at that. But I'm not too surprised that. Surprise that yeah. No, I'm asking. Does, does that surprise you that baseball is not all together in there? And what they're trying to do? Does that surprise you? That did. You know, because baseball players, you know, they have a, you know, they they stick together on on issues and like, well, this one I I just don't think they did because you know when they've had lockouts and strikes, they're all sticking together and they weren't going to back down. It's like some just seem to like back off. So and you know they have a that was a strong. Uh, I mean, the Major League Baseball Players Association has a strong has a stronghold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. So I thought they were they all going to pull this together, but I guess not. Each man is in each each man has his own cross to bear. Uh, That's true. Derek Wilson, okay. what is your thoughts about the conservative leagues joining in the boycott? I I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised not for the same reason everybody else is though. I'm I'm surprised mm-hmm. that they did it, but I wasn't surprised because. I think they knew they had to, or they were gonna catch a whole lot of heat. Like remember, the NHL hmm. at first, the NHL kept playing their games. They didn't, they didn't work out the next day until they started catching heat from the media and social media saying, "Okay, all the other leagues are joining in. Why aren't y'all?" Even with baseball, 
at first they kept doing their thing until the guy was, mm-hmm. was seen on TV crying and doing all of that stuff. The next day they were like, okay, all right, we're behind this. So to me it came off as disingenuous because y'all had to wait until you got some form of backlash. And what we've, we've come to know about everybody during this time right now is nobody wants to lose money. And backlash equals lost money. So, so I'm mm-hmm. not. I mean, I'm not surprised they did it because you know what I mean. It was kind of the popular thing to do at the time. Were they sincere about doing it? I don't really believe so. I don't. I just think it was to I keep up either. with appearances. I think mm-hmm. it was to keep up with appearances. It sounds it sounds nice when you hear oh all the sports leagues did it, but when you check all the circumstances as to why all the other leagues did it, then you be like ah no nah, that that was a that was a bandwagon move. If you ask me. I yeah, I definitely down. agree with that. All right, Mr. Walter Strong, close this close this uh, subject out. <laughs> well, I I would have to agree with the Twins. I was definitely surprised to see the other leagues uh, join in with the protests, but I, I believe it was very instrumental in also having the other leagues uh, being a part of the protests. It, it got you know uh, not only the other leagues involved, but you got, you know, you know, the owners to the table with Michael Jordan playing a very pivotal role to be able to work with the players because from all the reports I heard, the NBA was basically on a lifeline. It was basically getting ready to flatline and, and, and the season was going to be dead. And so to see that momentum, I believe, in those other sports played a very big, important role. Uh, for both sides, especially when you end up hearing how the players were able to to negotiate some important things like opening voting centers into the NBA league uh, arenas, to hear what the Baltimore Ravens have begun to do with what they what they want to see in changes, and I, I believe had we went had have went into the weekend, into the next week, I believe you would have saw more baseball teams uh, come on board. I believe you would have saw more, um, you know, because I, I could, you could kind of ask the same question, well, Kenny walked off, but why didn't Shaq and Charles and Ernie walk off? They're, they're tight. You, would, you could say, right? They're, they're pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Right. They've kind of been through right. things together. I did say. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I, I was just saying, I did say that exact thing. But at the same yeah, time, I, I would agree with Will that to each his own. And then and Will and, and, and the twins, you educate me. I'm not a, a journalist, but there is a role within ju- journalism and communication that you have to be able to play a role to be able to communicate what was happening. So I saw that from a journalistic standpoint. I could be wrong. You guys can educate me. But I, I do feel that this was a positive needed thing um, to happen. And had the NBA would have went into the next, next week, you would have literally possibly saw all sports come to a complete halt. And it would have made some tremendous impact. Um, little, and I, I believe more is coming. I'm not going to say we, that's all we got in. I believe more is coming, but you know, you guys can educate me on that from a journalist standpoint. No, there's, I mean, it's nothing really journalistic that really is any different from the view that you yeah. see it as. My only thing is with this situation is 
I'm like Derek. Um, I don't. It's convenient now for everybody to do the things that they're doing. The kneeling, the the slogans, the gestures on the jerseys, all this stuff is convenient. But the dude that started all this is not even employed to play a sport. He started it and right. he's not employed. So to me, is it's still coming off as disingenuous. Um, I I agree the players walking out. I never thought I'd see it. I promise you, I didn't. Right. I never thought I'd see well, yeah. it. And right. from the re- from the report, they didn't want to do it that way. But George Hill and the Milwaukee Bucks forced their hands because there was no way nobody else was going to play if, if the Milwaukee Bucks did that. So, but um, right. it's going to be interesting to see what the NFL does. It's one thing to say I'm not going to practice. Bingo. It's another thing to say that they're mm-hmm. not going to play a football game. That's another thing. Right. And plus, basketball is nice. We all, the, most people in our communities or that look like us or whose uh, skin color is almost the same tone as ours, we love the game of basketball. The NBA is not the right. NFL. If the NFL does right. it, the impact will be tremendous. If the NFL, yeah. NFL oh, yeah. does it. Absolutely. Will? Will? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, I got in a discussion about that earlier this morning. Because mm-hmm. my team is going to be the ring leader on what happens. Because mm-hmm. my owner, who is an idiot when it comes to things like this, he's going to set the tone. Tone. If if mm-hmm. our players, if our players don't stand up and do what's right, I'm I'm, I'm going to I'm going to have to denounce my Cowboys card. Well, you might have to denounce your Cowboys. You might have to denounce. Go ahead and denounce your Cowboys card because y'all are not doing anything. The Dallas, the the Dallas Cowboys are not doing nothing. But they're not doing nothing, Mike. You, you can go ahead and just denounce your card because Dallas Cowboys. This is the thing about the NFL. This is why I said it's gonna be intriguing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, go ahead, D. Before I finish, go ahead. No, no, no. I'll I'll wait. I'll wait till Mm -hmm. you finish. I'll just add on to what you're gonna say. No, what think we think the same thing? Only thing. Yeah, only thing only thing I'm thinking about is the simple fact is the NFL owners are very conservative. They're extremely conservative, and one of the NFL owners was an ambassador for Donald Trump. So they have this—I I don't using this term—but they have this slave plantation type mentality. I know the guys are millionaires and they're getting paid, but they have that slave plantation type mentality that they own the players. They want to control their movement. Yeah, I pay you. Be grateful. They have that type of mentality, and they don't want to see it. That's why they're trying to do a united gesture for week one with the with the black hymn, and then now they're trying to do some other stuff. So I I, I doubt it very seriously. NFL players will boycott. Go ahead, D. Um, well, the first thing I want to say is this, because I heard what well, I heard what Mike said, and what Mike said is actually accurate. The only problem I have is. This is one of those times in history where the people who actually do are going to be remembered and the people who don't are going to be remembered just as much. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing with just us as a race, if I could just be truly honest, is everybody's selfish. This ain't one of those yep. times where you can be selfish. It's either now or it may be never. So for the NFL, which is almost 80% African-American, y'all want to get something done? The NFL has more owners who are affiliated with politicians than any other league. Than yes, any other league. All the, just about all the NFL owners have, like, deep political ties. If you want to get something done, 
this is the time to do it. This is not the time to think about your yacht that you want to buy next year. This ain't the time to think about, um, I, I listen, I got seven cars that I need to pay for. Don't nobody care about none of that. Do you want your kid to be safe in the next 10 years that's three years old when he's 13 walking down the street in your million-dollar neighborhood? That's what you're going to be looking at. Do you want to be safe when you're 50 and you out of the league right. and don't nobody care what your name is and you driving down the road mm. at nighttime and one of your headlights might have got damaged on the way there and you get pulled and you die side of the road for having a headlight out? Is that, that's what you're facing right now. Like, that's literally what you're facing. So don't nobody care what Jerry Jones thinks. You shouldn't. You shouldn't care what Jerry Jones thinks. You should care what nobody else thinks. If the NFL player, if owners, if black people in general, people of color all over this country are going to do something, now is the time to do it. You can't think about you. You got to think about your kids and the next 10 generations behind you. Do you want them to still be dealing with the same stuff we're dealing with now, the same stuff that they were dealing with in the 60s and the 30s and the 20s, or do we want to do something that's going to make a real difference? Because unless legislation has nothing going to change. It's just going to be a bunch of – Nothing. Nice little moments. We're going we gonna to kneel for 10 minutes, and then it's over with. It's just going to disappear from everybody's consciousness because you're not talking about it no more. That's just, that's just my main, take on it. That's the real, that's the real and the main thing, D, that, that I think uh, that needs to be said and it needs to be spoken honestly is that it's the police unions. I get the legislation part of the whole situation. I know, right? But you got to disband that, pol- that police union because that, that immunity they give these guys after they commit these type of acts against uh people of color it, it, it's just it's, it's ridiculous it's ridiculous it's ridiculous did, did any i know this is a sports show but did anybody see the report from the nypd from the last 10 years did anybody see it mm. no, I haven't. Me? they had three hundred and twenty-two thousand complaints over a 10-year span for excessive force out of those three hundred and twenty-two thousand right. reports only uh, 12 officers were fired over a 10-year span for excessive force. This includes shootings, wow. deaths, uh, maimings. One man was sodomized. It was like all kind of crazy stuff. And out of those 300-something thousand, only 9,000 of those cases ended in, ended in an officer being disciplined at all. Hmm. That's just that's one a, department. That's, that's crazy. Well, that's can I add something when Derek is done? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I just, I just want to No, no. I, I, I didn't want to interrupt him, but and I say this not with no desire to see happen, but you can definitely see as each event unfolds from Minnesota to Atlanta uh-huh. and now to Wisconsin, if more events continue to happen, it's almost like a dam that has cracks in it. Um, if we continue to keep seeing these events where these police officers um, are involved in shooting black and, and, and male and females like this, it's going to be nearly impossible for any NFL, NFL owner, owner to try to stand. And that includes Jerry Jones, because you're going to end up aligning yourself with Donald Trump, and that's going to be damaging to even you as a business. That can be damaging to you as a business owner. Because as long as he stands behind this type of, you know, political rhetoric and violent and and endorsing police officers to do these things, um, it's it's the dam is if the dam hasn't broke already, this dam of of democracy and and the way how we are treated as as blacks 
it is just about ready to break. It's, well, let me, know, let me push back on you. Me, but let me push back on Please you on that. Let me, and I'm going to te- tell you why the NFL ain't going nowhere. I, I, you, you can have three more shootings between now and the end of this year. Right. The NFL ain't going nowhere, and I'm going to tell you why. The NFL is the top dog in this country as far as sports. Mm-hmm. They're the top dog. It's, 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 it's okay to them that the NBA does it because the NBA doesn't have the same clout and the same power. Let me tell you how powerful NFL owners no. are. The Miami Dolphins wanted to build a doggone stadium in Miami, Florida, uh, when they wanted to lead the Orange Bowl. Joe Robbie was the owner at that time. Jesse Jackson came down there for in the neighborhood I lived then we did not want that stadium. My parents and our neighbors, we did not want that stadium. Jesse Jackson came down there. We marched. We marched from Norland High School to the site to the site where that stadium is right now. Okay, that was all fine, hunky dory, and all fine and dandy. You know what the you know what Joe Robbie did? He leaned on some of his buddies that worked for the city commissioner and some that worked for the state, and they rezoned mm-hmm. the property to where he can build that stadium. So that's why I say, see, the NFL owners, they have a clout. Although the NBA and the Major League Baseball owners are billionaires, they have a type of clout that's unreal. See, that club they in, that's an all-boys, straight-up master's club. And I hate to put it that way, but that's the way it is. I mentioned Woody Johnson for I mentioned, I mentioned Woody Johnson for a reason. He, is, he was the ambassador for the current president of the United yeah. States, the the Miami Dolphins owner has fundraising events for the current president of the United States. It's going to be hard to shake that NFL tree unless, like Derek yeah. said, those mm-hmm. players get together and they say, "Without us, y'all don't have a lead." But, now, but see, that here's how you suck me. If here's, that. here's how you, there here's you go. How you hurt the, here's how you hurt the NFL. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand okay. that there's a large percentage of players that don't have guaranteed contracts. But just That's it humor too. me for a minute. Humor me for a minute. Mm-hmm. If Tom okay. Brady, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, um, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and they all collectively come together on behalf of the players, and they say, because remember, they got guaranteed contracts, and any other player that has guaranteed contract, and they say, I'm not playing. Okay. I, they got mm-hmm. guaranteed contract. They're not playing. You're well, going to dilute well, then your you only product. Need, I know you that, but you only need two of those names. That's going to affect your but ratings. That's you, going to affect right, your sponsors. But, and that's, go, and no, that's how but, that's how but no. that's how – go ahead. No, I, I just I just want to say this one thing real quick. Uh, what you're saying makes sense, but the flip side to that is even if those couple of guys decide they're not going to play, it's going to affect ratings, but it's not going to stop the show. I'm talking about putting a complete halt to the whole thing. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. They, if they show up on opening day at 1 p.m. to kick off and don't nobody take the field, you have a problem. And you have a problem you, got a big problem. you can't fix with bringing yeah. in the next guy. If everybody listen, mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care what color you are, because to tell you the truth, I've seen video of people killing white people too, police killing white people too, just yeah. horribly for mm-hmm. just reasons that just make the like that, that defy logic. If all of y'all decide and they gonna have to get together, 
All y'all rich, rich players, these guys on minimum contract, hey, dog, I got you. I got you. If we sit out, whatever it costs, I got $80 million. I ain't going to never miss none of it. We got you. Not it's going to have to be a collective effort on everybody's part. You're going to have to give something. You're going to have to give up yes, something. Sir. If we really want to see change, if they, I'm not, I'm just, just people in general, but if the NFL players really learn who they are and what kind of power they really they really hold, you can shut the whole mm-hmm. league down in one day. Game day come, sure. ain't none sure. of us playing. We just going to come and sit on the bench and watch. Y'all get out there and play. Y'all want to be entertained, y'all come down out of the stands. Owners, y'all come out to our box. Y'all want to get your product done, y'all come play. Y'all come out here because the only thing that you have to control as an athlete is your body. That's all you got. Ooh, say it again. <laughs> That's the only thing uh-huh. that you got. And truth be told, the black body is the one thing that has been used for centuries to entertain everybody else, to make everybody else money. Oh, so now the time you take control of the one thing that they can't take from you unless they kill you. That's your body. And I don't see them lining up a firing squad to kill all the NFL players. So what you going to do now? Mm-hmm. That's and that's you, what that's scares them, D. Mm-hmm. That's what scares them. You notice they didn't they – didn't, they didn't go after the NFL practice, and I know it's just practice, but they didn't go after yeah, the they NFL say a word. guys saying we not. And they didn't say a word because that, that terrifies them because if they say we're not playing, they got a real problem then. And this is why what D is saying about the black body and the importance that they've, they've used, they've, they've done all, they've, they've lynched, they've raped, they've done all kind of dis, uh, uh, disingenuous things to the black body. This is why I will not support college football this season. I refuse to. Because to me, what you are asking for free labor to do is put their life at risk. Because you don't have a doggone report that says that there's no long-term effect from catching COVID. There's no report. And then for the fact that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 decided that when Michael Ojo, former Florida State center, when he passed away, and he had because of heart problems, they said, because at one time he had COVID. They didn't know whether that was that had a lingering effect on his heart issue. So that's what made the Big Ten and Pac-12 take a pause. So why can't that uh-huh. same sentiment be taken towards college football players? But I promise you, if this was lacrosse, if this was lacrosse, a high a high grown grossing sport that predominantly white athletes play, oh, every social, every safety protocol will be in effect. But because it's the black athlete, a predominantly black mm-hmm. sport in college football, they are throwing caution to the wind like, look, yeah, we're doing all these things. They're barely testing these kids. The ACC just said we're going to test three times a week during the season. So what y'all testing now? Okay. So why are these kids coming <laughs> positive? FSU players say they That's- lied about that. <laughs> That is, uh-huh. it, it just, it baffles my mind. And I lost a lot of respect for Deion Sanders over the weekend because I'm like, y'all are from Texas to Tennessee to play football? Are you serious? I lost uh, yeah, a lot of I respect agree. for Deion Sanders. That That's just me. I, I just, I, I don't get, I get pros. I'm not, I, I'm not against the pros. I get it. They got to earn their money. But again, college football right. Because basketball, hockey, soccer, whatever college sport, it's, they're not paid. They're not paid. And these disingenuous coaches and these experts, some of some where the kids want to play. My kids want to eat candy every freaking day. I won't let them because of health concerns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, un- unfortunately, fellas, and this is definitely one of the truest statements I've ever heard, our country was built 
on the premise of if I can take advantage of you, I will. And it has never changed. It has never changed. Our our country was built. People can say what they want about freedom and all of that stuff. Our country was built on people taking advantage of people that they either consider to be less than themselves or that they could control. And it hasn't changed. And now is the time. I'm so sorry. Now is the time where people want to stop being controlled. They have to take their destiny into their own hands. And it's going to cost you something. That's what everybody wants to avoid. Nothing, nothing comes free. Jesus had to die on the cross and suffer so that we could be free from sin. It's going to cost you something. So until everybody want to mm. pay something, you might not, you ain't got to pay with your life. You just got to sacrifice something, something that makes you comfortable. If we can stop being so comfortable in America, my brother-in-law is in, is in Qatar in 130-degree heat in the middle of the day. But what he tells me about their testing protocols and their safety protocols, nobody would be outside over here. I'm just be honest with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nobody would be. We, we're complaining mm. about not having sports, and people in other countries can't even leave their front porch. you got to have all your food mm. delivered to you. You can't go nowhere. If your app say you left more than 100 yards from your house, somebody coming to see you. And we're complaining because we ain't got no football. Give a dang. <laughs> Who cares? You know what I mean? Like that's literally the place uh-huh. that we have to get to. I know that sounds funny when I say it, but you know what I mean? Like when you take a whole world view at what's going on and then you look at our country, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I tell my brother and my wife all the time, if God ever gave me three hundred thousand dollars, I'm leaving America, I ain't never coming back. Will I send you a postcard <laughs> from Ghana? I swear I will. I you you might you might need to send, might need to send me Send me a way, send me a one way ticket because I hear God ain't bad. I'm telling my 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 brother is building a house over there right now. I want to go so bad. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's where we are, man. Like I appreciate everybody on the show because you know what I mean. I know these could be some uncomfortable conversations, but I appreciate you know what I mean the candor that we can all have with each other. It's a good release for I all of us, a, I think. But that's a conversation that every that's I think that's a conversation that needs to be had around this country. Not. Not your political beliefs, not even your religious beliefs, not even your sexual orientation. All that stuff is private to me. We need to have this conversation about what is really visible to us every day, and that's the color of someone's skin. People that say they don't see color, that's garbage to me. I hate when somebody say that. That's a lie. You do see color. Because if you did, you'll run a red light every day. Or you'll Mm -hmm. run a stop sign. You, You see color. You know what I'm saying? I just had yeah. this conversation with my lady earlier. That's I, I want people to know I'm black, and I want my I want my blackness to sound. I want I want you to know it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I might sound <laughs> intelligent, but I want my blackness yeah. to sound. I want you I want you to feel it and understand where I'm coming from. We went to we went to one of her coworkers' house, and she had a party, and she was talking about something. I said, "Oh, them white people problems," and she laughed and she said, "You already said that." No, I want to let her know I don't relate to that. That white people problems. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't coming from a mean place. It's just, that's, that's the way that's I look at it. That's not your reality. You know what I'm saying? That's not my reality. Don't white people problems. So that's my thing. But we just need to, I think people need to understand. And another thing, this social media thing is just getting, it's just don't got to the point. It just aggravates me. I try to stay off that thing as much as possible because I, I like the twins, when it happened, I saw it and I saw these people saying, oh, these rich athletes, they shouldn't do this. They should be happy. They can take a day off and all this stuff. And my whole point is you're not even taking the time to try to understand. You're just going to take your stance and make your statement, and now you're going to get your minions to follow. And the thing is we're asking, stop shooting us when 
when we don't comply, but when y'all getting wrestled, tackled, cussed at, guns pointed at you, died well to that, by other people, no, no guns are even drawn. You don't even draw your gun in situations like that. But let one of us don't comply. Yeah. Let you be. Let you yeah. sit in your car and don't comply. They got their guns drawn. There's one on your passenger side and there's one on your driver's side. And if, and if you really, if they really special, they might have one in front of you, in front of the hood, with their guns drawn. That's what it's like to be black. Oh man, that's what it's like. Yeah. And nobody, and nobody that's not black don't understand that. And that's the thing they 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 don't get. That's why the doc. That's why Doc Rivers was crying. Because he's like, man, look, <laughs> God, dog. I mean, true enough, he may not have been compliant, but dang, you had to shoot him seven times? Seven times? That was unnecessary. That was very they, unnecessary. They could have they tackled him. Do something. Kick him but in the crotch. I'd like to say this if I don't say nothing else today. I would say this, because Will, Will, you can back me up on this. We've all been around some really nice, White people, I've met lots of. Yeah, I've met great white people. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about them. They they just like family to me. I don't care what color they is. And then you met some Thanks. folks that look at you like you are the dirt that they catch under their shoe in the hog pen. And those are the folks Ooh. that I will never understand. Because if you ever just if we all no. took time to get to know each other, you learn a lot about each other. In 10 minutes, you can learn more about a person in 10 minutes by talking to you than you can 50 years by staring across the room at them thinking you know what they're about. That's all. It it takes one really good conversation to learn something, but nobody, just like Will said, nobody wants to hear the conversation. That's the sad part. That is the sad part because one of the best learning experiences of my life was when I worked at Florida State, and I had to deal with Florida State Police Department. And coming from where I'm from, I really don't care for the police. But some of the nicest dudes I met that had my back, because Mike know I, I could have really been arrested several times for some of the dumb things <laughs> I did at clubs. But yeah. when them dudes had my back. They, no, I'm not, I'm not trying right. to be funny. Those dudes had my back. And that was just based upon a conversation from me having with them. You know, I wasn't trying to really have a conversation with them, but because we, you know, working at Florida State, I worked under the police we department, together. and we had, yeah, we we had conversations, and I realized some of them dudes was cool as heck. You know what I'm saying? They weren't the right. jerks that I thought police officers were. So sometimes maybe it just takes you getting to know somebody, you know, and understand. And and their job is stressful because dealing with college college students. <laughs> yeah, Mike, me, Mike, and Derek know <laughs> that is. <laughs> In the job we work at, at, at the university, boy, that is that's a tough job. But <laughs> their job is even tougher because they they have to break up, you know, drunken parties, dealing with tailgating and all that stuff. We just dealt with parking, but but those officers that I met, they changed my perception of the police because I always thought yeah. police were jerks and a holes. Yeah. But they changed my perception. No, that's just me getting to know them. Yeah, we but got to know them. Yeah, they were all right. Yeah. Yeah. But not all, not, not, not everybody. Yeah, but not all police <laughs> are bad. Not all white people are bad, and not all black people right. are thugs, and not all black people don't don't you know comply. There are a lot of good standing people. Period. No matter what color they are, and I just think that's the yeah. conversation that needs to be had. But when one that. race of people, yeah. one race of people are crying and and tired of seeing 
Like the little girl said when about her brother, she said, I stopped crying. I'm just numb. I'm kind of with her. I'm just numb, bro. Yeah. It, it don't, right. Sometimes yeah. I just say, okay, who, what happened now? That's just how I go. Just what happened now? What what is it? What now? happened now? Yeah. And then the, and the first thing they do and the first thing they do is they want to bring up warrants and all these things in his past. What the heck yeah, I hate that. Grabbing his shirt and shooting him seven times. What does that have to do yeah, with anything? That. All right, we're gonna try to make it make the move lighter. Talk about football. Yeah, let's, okay, let's stay on the NFL. The Miami Dolphins yeah. traded Raekwon McMillan to the Raiders. And um, that's not news because mm-hmm. the offense is not going to be good this year anyway. Um, it just yeah. shows how bad the offense 2017 draft is because Fitzpatrick is gone, Rick Carr and McMillan is gone, and they only got two guys that's on their roster for the 2017 draft, and they are both the sixth and the seventh round pick. So that tells you how poorly run the Dolphins are, even with a black general manager. I'm going to be critical of him too. Anyway, Rick Carr and McMillan is a run stuffing middle linebacker twin. Is the run is the run stuffing middle linebacker? going to be a thing of the past or is he going to be pretty much yeah a thing of the past because the, the league has become pass happy everybody's playing a spread type style and you got to have linebackers that move that can mm-hmm. that can play the run and cover so it's the run stuff and linebacker thing of the past on the twins first so did i lose them i didn't lose twins did i I hmm. did. Uh, I'm still here. Oh, there they go. Okay, there they go. Did I lose Can you hear me? I'm sorry. Yeah, I got you now. You got okay. me? Okay. We were getting worried. Yeah, okay. We here. were trying to say something. We didn't know if we would just – because we did lose connection earlier. Yeah. So just make sure you can hear it yeah, directly now. Too. Okay, I got okay. you now. Uh, so it's a run, okay. run stuffing linebacker in the NFL, a thing of the past. Uh, I don't think so, only because I believe there's some running back that still like to stuff the middle. Uh, so I think it could still not – I don't think it's exactly uh, in the past now. I think it still could be used in the future uh, for uh, running backs that are old-school type. I don't know if anybody's going to be old-school type, but I don't think I don't think it's something to just, you know, wipe off the face of the earth right now. I don't think so. Yeah, I agree with Darren. Yeah. There's just plenty of good talent out there that's out that really can't go to waste. And that's all I'm saying about that. You just can't really waste the time like that. Yeah, you could use him at the goal line, or you could use him to snap the ball. Right. You let him be the right. um the holder or right. the the snapper, the long snapper. That, yeah, he can do that. Right. Mike, right. is the run stuff the linebacker going out of the NFL? No, he just needs to be fast, so he can run sideline to sideline. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Y'all got one down there? Do y'all got one in Dallas? Y'all got to, y'all got to run stuff in Dallas. I don't. We got to we got to get on the field first and let me see because I don't know what's happening in Dallas right now. We may not even have a team by 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 next week. Okay. Lou, so there's the run we, stuff we, linebacker. We see. We see. We still got the, 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 what, what? the white kid with the but the white kid name with the funny name Van Van or somebody. Yeah, yeah from Boise. Yeah, yeah. yeah nah, then, but he can um, cover Mike. He, then, he can run. Then, he can run. But, Mike. Yeah, well, that's that's why I say you need one that can run, and you still got Chung Lee, Chung Lee playing for us too. He's still there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he just was hurt last year. Hey, he's that Jerry Jones. Sit up, step, son, cause he won't get rid of him. Oh, 
I thought that dude retired. All right, Lou, is the run stuffing yeah. middle linebacker uh, a thing of the past in the NFL? No, no, of course not. There's, there's still plenty of talent out there to fill out positions, so I don't see how that's – I don't see how you're going to make that obsolete. I really don't. Derek? Uh, I, I actually do. I just think it's a matter of, of phase out at this point. You know what I mean? It's kind of like when they when they uh, get a new model of car. They still have a couple of old ones on the road until they break all the way down, and then that's it. I think that's it. That's like that's like that's like that's like the big man in the NBA that can't run fast. Like they have no use for yeah. you. They literally have no yeah. use for you. Middle linebackers who can't run. Think about the offenses that they're playing against now. Offenses look like college offenses. You can't be slow in the middle. Perfect example. What's the linebacker that you hated that went to Miami because he couldn't run, not because he couldn't hit you? Pinkney. I think that was his oh, name. Oh no, that was that's Quarterman. That was Quarterman. Quarterman. He was he was listen. He yeah. was excellent in between the box, but the NFL game and the college game is no longer played in the box. It's played from sideline to sideline. So that big monster like Marvin Jones, they be dinosaurs right now, and that's kind of what you're seeing. All the fast, mm-hmm. agile linebackers are going in the top. Ten and the big plotters are going in the seventh or eighth round because we can always find one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, All right, I, I think they they just buying their time. Pretty much, Mr. Strong. Yeah, I, I agree with Derek. It's just a matter of just phasing you out, just like the big man. I'm still trying to figure out why Joel Embiid is so high on your list, but. Just a matter of time. Phase out um, you keep on football. You, you, you like you like Patrick Ewing, and you gonna get on me by like a Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is just as talented as Patrick Ewing. Uh, how did you compare hey, close Pat, to that? Joel Patrick Ewing fit, Ewing. Patrick Ewing fit his era though. Thank you. Yeah, he did. Thank you. Patrick Thank Ewing you. played against if, Rick Smith. If you that's, if you had him in this era, then you would have an argument. You would have an argument. You Ewan was a dog, dude. Patrick Ewan would get off right now. But he was. He was. <laughs> but if you give if you give Joel Embiid the proper team to be around him, he he needs uh he needs uh he needs a, a team around him like Giannis has, or like the Heat have around Bam and Jimmy. He he needs shooters. Then he can have more right. space to work with, but. He of course throwing the ball in the post is, is no more. I agree with you there. That that's out the door. But Joel and B got talent, man. Y'all sleeping on Joel and B. Joel and B. I like Joel and B. I don't want him on the Heat though. Not now. No. <laughs> but I tell you, I tell you, hey. that's that's getting on my nerves right now. When they played today, that dog on Boston getting on my nerves. They are just getting Ooh. on my nerves because I cannot understand how I cannot understand how Theus. Is becoming so pivotal, and they're not even playing Cantor. They're going with the Williams kid to back up this cat. I mean, they are playing four perimeter players and one big. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yes, and that's, and that's simple, Will. That's simple. Please explain it to what, me. What is, Please explain what is, it to me. Okay, what, I'm, I'm gonna give you a perfect example. Houston does the exact same thing they do, except they use one one big tall perimeter player that can shoot. You play four out. Right. The one big dude you got don't do nothing but pick and roll, dive to the rim on shots, and collect rebounds because you got a place to match them, which means all your big people, if you got any, they're out of the paint. 
Like that dude, what's the, how you say his name? Theo Tice. How, Tice. However you say Tice. his name, Tice. Tice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he's getting 16 points a game uncontested. He just what, what he's supposed to be. That's all you got to do. Mm. Hey, listen, it's it's not rocket science. How you think Kevon Luna got that three year, twenty one million dollar contract by just being on the court? Just be where you're supposed oh, yeah, to be right. and play defense. <laughs> just play defense. Man, I won't. He, he does his job. Man, I he thought, plays defense. I I just thought <laughs> Toronto was gonna get rid of Boston. I'm so sick of hearing about Boston. I, and and they just and Toronto just got embarrassed today. I was Boston, like, man, Boston they got what sleeper? I'm surprised. Boston is the sleeper because Jalen Brown turned out to be better than everybody thought when he came back from the lockout. Yeah, he he he. he <laughs> He's good. And then uh, I thought what we all knew about Tatum. Maybe oh, that oh, was Tatum. And, 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 and can, I say, can I say this one more thing about Boston? They look better now that the other dude is hurt. That's a sad thing to say. Hmm. What's his name? Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Hey, the dude uh, they Hayward. signed from Utah. They look yeah, so yeah, much better. They look better. Hayward Hayward is not out there. Yeah. Yeah, they they yeah, they gonna yeah, be their yeah, headache. Yeah, they they their headache. And and Toronto they, let me down today, good. man. I thought Siakam, I thought Siakam and Van Fleet was gonna be able to handle him and uh, Ananobi and and I don't know why they started Gasol because he just can't move at all. So that just played <laughs> in the ball in his hands. <laughs> yeah, you. It's and a it, bad it, matchup. It's a bad matchup with their guards against. Tatum and um, and Brown because they're gonna they're gonna shoot over the top of them. They're gonna get Tatum gonna get a shot and yeah. shot off. Yeah, they, <laughs> so, yeah, they got no just shooting over people today like it was nothing. Yeah, they got no they got no answer they got no answer for Tatum. Um, the next round the Miami Heat going up against the Boston I mean uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Everybody's Woo-hoo! saying this will be a Can't seven wait. game series. Everybody's saying this will be a seven game series. Twins, I say the Heat will lose this in five. Um, oh Lord! Only because I really, yeah, I think I think I think Giannis just, Giannis is just too much. So, what is your thoughts on the next uh, round between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat? Gonna start the Twins first. They have a freebie in the first round, so I'm just gonna say this is gonna be more competition. It's just gonna be a four or five. Yep, I got Milwaukee in five. Also. Wow, yeah. I, I gotta go Milwaukee mm-hmm. five. Yeah. And you you can hear the sadness in my voice said that, but I just go see the Heat beat that team four times. I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't. I'm sorry. I love Bam, but Bam Bam is not Giannis. And yeah, I like Jimmy, but Jimmy's not a superstar. So I don't know. All right, uh, I'm gonna let uh, Mike go ahead, Mike. Milwaukee Bucks, Miami Heat. Who wins? It may go seven. Yeah, hey, I'm. Because Giannis is going to have a bad game somewhere in there. So okay, pick, it, pick Milwaukee. It, 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 I, need you to, I need you to pick Milwaukee. Go ahead and pick Milwaukee. <laughs> oh, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely picking Milwaukee. Good. Oh, yeah, Good. There's no way I would, I would, I would pick, um, pick anyone else in that game. Because that, the other team, I do not like them. Why you don't like the Heat? What did he do to you? What did he do to you? This guy that I this guy that I know named uh, Will Rafferty, he, he likes him, so I do not like the team that he likes. Let's go. 
I I gave I gave his team I gave his free take I gave his team praise. He gonna throw shade at mine, but it's all love. I I ain't got no argument. Cause I'm gonna be in this year. All right, Lou, who you who you think gonna win between the Heat and the Bucks? The Bucks will win, but don't look to be an easy, don't look to be a cakewalk for them. Okay, it's it Miami's gonna have a fight here, so I think it, it's gonna go at least six, but um, Giannis will uh, will prevail. But like I said, don't expect this to be an easy series. Okay, okay. all right, D. Miami in seven. No, I'm just playing. I actually I actually do think it's going to go seven. I really do. I think it's going to go seven. The only reason why I say it's going to go seven is because um, as good as Giannis, Giannis has been playing, Middleton and Bledsoe have been spotty at best, and they weren't going up against really good defenders. And uh, Indiana really couldn't buy a shot like they really couldn't. Like, their perimeter game was horrible. Plus, Giannis and, you know what I mean, the Lopez twins, they didn't have to deal with an agile big like Bam who caused so many problems after he gets rebound. You know what I mean? He's not like yes, Miles Turner where you know where he's going to be. Bam get the ball, and you don't know where he's going to be. So, you know what I mean, with them being at a running break. And plus, I'm, I'm going to give Jimmy some love where we will want. I actually think Jimmy can do a halfway decent job of uh-huh. helping them slow down Giannis. He ain't got to stop him. Mm-hmm. You just gotta mm-hmm. help them slow them down some, cause then the game. Uh-huh. Listen, even though they beat they beat the Magic in all the games, but a lot of them games were real competitive. Uh-huh. A lot of them games were real competitive. So, you know what I mean? I feel like with the, with the shot making that they got, and like I told y'all, I didn't know that the Dragon went and worked on his three point <laughs> shot while he was at, at locked out in the house. You know what I mean? But Buddy Rain shot. Did. Duncan is hitting. You know what I mean? You got athletic people in Derrick Jones. You got, you know what I mean, kind of rough defenders that can kind of hit him a little bit. And Jay Crowder, some of them other guys. I give them a puncher's chance at seven games. They're not going to win. But it's going to go more than five games. Will, I'm calling that right. They're going to take your card. I'm telling. They might have to take my card because I, I say the Bucks in five. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. I, I'll tell you why. Why I say the Bucks in five after Walter go. Go ahead, Walter. Who's gonna win between the Heat and the Bucks? Well, Derek, Derek has already made my case why Miami is gonna win in six. He's already made my case. Okay. If if okay. if you let Giannis do all what he wants to do, and mm-hmm. guess what? If Bledsoe don't show up, if Milton don't show up, if one of the Lopez brothers, I forget the one who knows how to shoot threes, he used to play in the Nets Brooke. for the Nets at That's one real, time. Uh, okay. Right. Okay. If none of that three-point shooting shows up, then you let Giannis do all what he wants to do. Let him let him be the second coming of Michael Jordan back in the days when the Pistons were smacking him around. And I hope Jimmy Butler, <laughs> Bam, Hero, and all the rest of those gangbangers in Miami. And remember, and remember now, Coach Spose, Coach you know, you got Pat Riley in the bed. They got champ, championship pedigree. And so as long as they as long as they come with their lunch pails and their hard hats, Miami's gonna win in six. Okay, that's I love. I, I, I've heard every, I've heard everybody's uh, assessment of it, but two K twenty told me <laughs> that the Bucks will oh, win oh, in five oh, games. That's, oh, that's, that's right. That's Take right. Take that, Will Walker. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I did. Yeah, man. I did. 
I did the simulation today, and it's updated with all the DNA and all the new updates. Yep. And it said, and uh-huh. it, and I played the games, and the Bucks won yep. in five. Miami won game two. Man, right. that was the only game they won. That's right. So. <laughs> Listen, on two K, Chris Middleton is not having issues with being lonely. So he is making shots on two K. Giannis, exactly. Listen, Giannis can dunk from the three point line on two K. He sure can. Life, man. I know, but I'm he did man. He just jumped from the he did jump dunk from the free throw line now. Bruh. Yeah, he can do that in real life, but in two K, he can dunk from. I mean, from the foul line, that dude is dunking. You and there's nothing you can do. Because they beat they listen not for real. I watched the game. They did beat Orlando, but there were games in that series where Giannis had to work and what they did was they did what Toronto did. They built a wall. Well the wall that Miami can build is a lot more athletic, a lot longer, and a lot more better defenders than the one Orlando could build. If he yeah. can't get to the paint, he can't hurt you. Thank you. Really I can't. agree with if, you. If I'm them, if I'm them, we're gonna play a slow game. We're gonna grind it out. We're gonna play a slow game. Because if he can't run, he do most of his damage running. Well tomorrow night at you gotta make 30, him, we you gotta, find you gotta out. rebound and make him walk. Oh yeah, I believe that. And the Heat's gonna have to knock the Heat's gonna have to get physical with him as crazy as that sounds. They're gonna have to get physical with him. All right, we got breaking news, guys. Um LSU top wide receiver, the number one um, over, over the number one wide receiver in the upcoming draft has opted out of Jamar the college football season. Jamar Chase, he has decided to opt yeah. out. So that means that majority of the guys who are projected to go in the top 32, which will be the first round in the NFL, they've decided to mm-hmm. sit out this college football season. I want to ask you guys um, about uh, Major League Baseball and everything that's going on with Major League Baseball. Right now, Major League Baseball played about 25 games. They got about a little bit over 30 to go before um, the season is over with. Has baseball been exciting for you with this shorter season? I'm going to start with you first, Twin. No, it has not. <laughs> no. Well, y'all are. <laughs> It's just not no. the same form of baseball playing as it used to be. So it's just not there. Yeah, it's not there. No it's more. not there. It's not there. You, you, I no. just missed the – because of COVID, I just missed all the extra stuff that comes with it. Fans, accessory uh, 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 okay. stands, uh, all that stuff. That, mm-hmm. It's just not. It's not exciting. Even just cutting it down 25 games, however many games that they do it, it's not. Mm-hmm. No. I stopped watching it. It's not saying. I fell asleep. So, what yeah. they tell you? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep on baseball. Lou is the baseball guy, so Lou, follow that. <laughs> no, I have been watching. I have been watching the games. Um, you know, um, okay, it doesn't feel like you know the same as being you know it's a shorter season thanks to all this uh, COVID nonsense that has really screwed it all up. But uh, I am watching watching the games, and you know I like some of these rule changes they're pulling uh, this year. Um, you know, runners on um, second base or extra innings because you know what it you know it it speeds it up more instead of dragging to like. 
five or six hours, like nobody can get that run in, you know, at least it's, you know, makes it seem like an alternative. And I happen to like it. And the uh, seven inning double headers, you know, because, you know, that's, well, that's for safety precautions. So I don't know how much of a problem with uh, the baseball, um, with the baseball this season. Lou, I think it makes it more entertaining. Because you mentioned you, but you mentioned the seven innings. Should all the games be seven innings? I think that's exciting. Should no, no, no it's not. Seven mm, well, double header games are double headers. No, but I want all the games to be seven innings. That's what I'm saying. Should all the games? Be I don't seven know innings. if they'll be. I don't know if they'll be will ever allow that. I don't think they'll do that. He's gonna miss out on seven inning stretch. Yeah, I don't care about the seven. Well, don't the fifth thing stretch. Leave that sacred cow alone. Leave that sacred cow alone. I don't want to. I don't know. I don't. I don't want no peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't want no peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care about that dumb song. And you don't care if get back. Yeah. Mike. Let me ask Mike. Mike has been a little bit exciting for you. I mean, baseball been exciting for you, Mike. games that, that, I, that I, ha- I have watched, it, it seems like the, it's more urgent to see right now because if you lose and and the pitching is, is – I don't think the pitch, pitching is good because these guys at the pit, you have to go deeper into your rotation for p- pitching. And I'm a Braves fan. Yeah, and they're on a little, little bit of a roll, just a little bit of a roll. Okay, Derek. I'm just be honest with y'all. I ain't gonna tell y'all no lie. I have not watched one baseball game this year between <laughs> between my family and and getting ready to open my school and watching social stuff and trying to figure out what's going on next. I haven't looked at one, so I I don't have a vote in that right race either way. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad, D, because I haven't sat down and watched any boy. YouTube is my best friend. I promise you. I like that that game <laughs> thing. That works for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I can't. I can't sit down and watch no baseball game. But uh, what about you, Mister Strong? Uh, has baseball been excited for you? Uh, I have to agree with Derek. I, I only watched one baseball game that was opening night when I watched with the, uh, Mike Trout play. Um, I'm not a hardcore baseball fan. And when I did watch baseball, because I liked the Little League World Series, when they were starting to come over and to play their games in the Little League, they were starting to win me over. But because of the pandemic and where we're at now, there was really nothing there to, to get me as, as, a, as a, a person to want to come watch it. So when they when they did these last two years with the Little League World Series and they were going to play their games and watching the kids watching it, I was like, okay, you got a little, you got me as a sucker. Now I don't want to watch this. But this year, you know, I, I totally forgot they were even playing. The only time I even hear about them is when somebody tests positive. I go, oh, okay, them again. So just keeping it real. Yeah. I think that's the sentiment by a lot of people that's in sports, especially just casual sports fans. All right, guys, there's a lot of comparison that goes on. Luka Doncic is being compared to Larry Bird, and I think that's just because of the color of his skin. But anyway, because Larry Bird was a much better shooter. <laughs> so it made me it, it made me uh, think of this. If you could bring somebody from past era, the 80s, the 60s, the 70s, or even before then, and drop them into any league today, 
What player would that be? Gonna solve the twins first. Any era. Oh. Any league. Oh my matter. goodness. Oh, I think Durham not gonna be different on this one. But uh <clears throat> I would actually like to see uh Michael Jordan in this era. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. Um Matthew Johnson is there. Oh yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. that would that be nice. would be nice. Yes. Lou, who would you Lou like? What, what player from any player, any league from past eras that you like to see play present day? Two words for that. Reggie Jackson. That was a good one. Yeah, because he, he was the ultimate all or nothing swinger. I agree with you there. Yep. Well, now, which yeah. Reggie Jackson? Yep. The Oakland A's Reggie Jackson or the New York Yankees? No, oh, no, Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. Yankees. Okay, when he became Mr. October. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Mike Walker? Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. He on both sides of the ball. He on both sides of the ball. On both sides of the ball. On both sides of the ball. I'm just wanting to be just a bite because I, I just want to see him no. take this one side, one side of the football field and just cover it by himself. That would be on, without a doubt. Derek? I got a 1A and 1B. Oh, thank you, Derek. I get one. And Jim Brown. (laughs) I would love to see LT against some of these powder puff linemen they got right now. And and, and Jim Brown running over all these little patty cake DBs and linebackers. (laughs) Mm. Sir. And now that you said that, what about Reggie White? On the defensive line. Oh, man. oh man, they wouldn't block him. They oh, wouldn't man. be able to block they him. They can block they're, they're, they're be, Yeah, because all he would do is get that arm underneath one arm and just throw him out the way. <laughs> that, that, that used to be the funniest thing. That used to be the funniest thing. He'd take a 300-pound man and just he was, though, and fly to the, Think how strong. Oh, Think how strong he was. He would just get his one arm underneath that dude to just lift him and move him out of the way. Reggie White was a beast, man. man. That that line of Reggie he White, was, Clyde Simmons, Ron Brown, was. that was one of the best defensive lines ever. They, they didn't have much else behind him besides Seth Jordan and Andre Waters. But <laughs> uh, Simmons, uh, Jerome Brown, and Reggie White. That was a mon- That Philadelphia defense was a monster. That was a monster. Walter? Yeah. Since Derek went, went with the one A and one B, my my one A is going to be Barry Sanders in this new Ooh, league where the right. defense can't hit the offensive yes, players like they used to. Yes. So yeah. I mean, just to see that for the for the price of admission, that would be beautiful. And then my one B, of course, being true to who I am, Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> I mean, he would kill uh-huh. the team. He would average 30. Oh, yeah. He would average 30, Walter. Yeah, he would easily. I would, I, would love, I would love to see him and Russell West, Russ Book just go head-to-head. Oh, that would be – they would fight. They would, they would fight yeah. because Isaiah was a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shot Derek. I'm going to shot Derek and Mike with mine. And because he didn't get a chance to play in the NFL, I, I've said this many times and – 
the greatest college football player I've seen with my eyes is Charlie Ward. Charlie That's Ward, the, I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 If Charlie Ward could get an opportunity to play in today's NFL, uh, like Kyler Murray and some of these other short quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield, Charlie mm-hmm. Ward, I think he was just born at born at the wrong time. I, I never – that dude was unreal. That's a good one. Yes, he was. And and I and I and I get a lot of grief from my Seminole fans when I and I say, but the younger the younger generation, they think um, Winston is the best. But no, I'm I'm with you. No, no, you can't be mad at them. They they just ain't never seen real football. That's all. Yeah, exactly. That's all. You can't be mad at them. They just don't know. And they didn't, and they didn't know what he what he had to go through because they didn't want to play him. And then it took the basketball coach at that time to get um, um, Miami's coach uh, Mark Rick to do that fast paced offense. That was the most unstoppable offense in college football history. I know people are prisoner of the moment and stuff like that. I know what Oklahoma's doing. When Florida State went to that fast break offense with him and them wide receivers and William Floyd in that backfield and that All American offense line. They were Miami was so scared of them, they rooted for Florida to beat Alabama. I mean Alabama to beat Florida because they didn't want to play yeah. Florida State the second time. That's that's how bad, that's how afraid they were <laughs> of that offense. I saw the game. I was there. I never seen a guy make guys who run four four legit four fours miss. And I mean Barrow missed him. I mean Armstead missed him. I mean they were missing him off the corner. He was getting around the corner, and then he was throwing in dimes on the run. That stuff that Aaron Rodgers does, I saw him do that in the Orange Bowl in 1992. I saw that with my own eyes. Holly Ward, to me, was the greatest college football player I had ever seen. And I'm a University of Miami fan, and I would say that. And I've seen some Miami play. I've seen a lot of Miami games in the Orange Bowl. But that game, I said, man, that dude's unreal. I went to the game with my aunt. She, went to, she graduated from Florida State. And I told my aunt, I said, that, that dude's unreal. I I can't believe what he's doing, and he's so little. <laughs> he's so he's so little, but I wish I wish he would have got. I wish he could have played in this era and got a chance to play quarterback in the NFL because I think he'd have done he'd have done very well. I like like Lamar Jackson, maybe not the arm of Patrick Mahomes, but Charlie Ward was accurate. He was very accurate as as a quarterback, and I just think it was a shame that he didn't get an opportunity. At least a trial. They didn't even try him out. That, that's crazy. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not an NFL executive, but that was just crazy. Just my thoughts. Well, before anybody well, before, got anything before else? We out, yeah, before we get out the air, oh, yeah. I, I'm gonna have to give Pete Carroll some props because he told, he told all the NFL coaches they need to stand up or go home. He he, um, he had an interview where he he was. Talking to all the NFL coaches and telling them that they needed to stand up for what's right or go home. But I know one that's not going to do it, and that's why I don't like Tampa. I didn't. I already had a curse on Tampa Bay years ago, and it's back on them now. Bruce why you don't like what, you don't like what Bruce Arians said? You, you don't like what Bruce Arians said mm-hmm. in regards to the protesting. You don't like what he said. Yeah. Bruce Arians got issues. No. Oh, and and hey, and, and it's more it's the more guys out there that I listen to during during the last few days 
like Mar- Martellus Valley or whatever his name is. Guys like that. Yeah. I- I'm taking I'm taking all their black cards. Mike, they gotta Mike, you gotta understand. This is not Walter. This is where the this is where this where the journalism where the journalism getting ready to come in. They gotta they they listen. They got white bosses, bro. That's all I can tell you. They got white bosses, and yeah. there's only so much black they allowed to be. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. There's only so much black they are allowed to be. They got white bosses. And you, and you, oh, I, and you know, um, Jason, I, go ahead. No, go ahead, Mike. I was agreeing with you. I was just gonna say, if you, if listen, you might have that that uh, hanging over you, will, but sometimes it's better to say nothing than to say something stupid. Yeah, yeah. And then Jason Whitlock, he's back. He's back on the lease. Somebody need to slap him in his mouth. Wait, okay, <laughs> okay. Now, now let me say this. Let me say this about Jason Whitlock. Is Jason Whitlock on the TV every day? Is he on TV anymore every day? I don't. I don't no. know. Okay. No. Think no, about it. Think about it. It's the same. No. It's the same thing with Brian Urlacher. Y'all gave Brian Urlacher a voice no. when nobody cared what the hell Brian Urlacher was doing. Nobody cared what he was doing. But because he, because he came out against the players' boycott, now he has a voice. Now Trump is inviting him to the White House. So now he's relevant again. It's the same thing with Jason Whitlock. Jason Whitlock ain't got no show. Oh. Everybody knows Jason Whitlock straddles the fence when it comes to black people. He straddles the fence. He, hey. he, he is one of the ones that thought the Ferguson riot was wrong. So... I don't listen to Jason. Well, I, I tell you, I tell you someone. I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. and this would hurt my hurt me to my heart. I, I, I'm I'm looking at Larry Bird cross-eyed now. He had some. Why? To say. <laughs> I was just gonna say why. Oh, we got we got two minutes. Yeah, I got he, two he, minutes. He, so why? He, 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 he mm-hmm. said to my shut up and just play ball. I don't believe Larry Bird. Larry that. Bird played ball in Boston. I don't, I don't mean no harm. That's all I'm saying. That's a big bro. You ain't got to say no more there. You know I mean, take yeah. it what it is. Ask the players who had to play in the outfield against the Red Sox in Fenway. Yep. You ain't got to ask them. All you got to do is go read Bill Russell's story. If, if, if any of you want a good read about sports, just go read Bill Russell's autobiography and them – Defacing his property in Boston, but yet they cheered for him. But they didn't want them want him to live around them. I mean, right. mm-hmm. Boston is a very, very racially divided town. Matter of fact, there's yes, stories that when the Lakers yeah. played the Boston, when the Lakers played Boston in the '80s, that the black people in Boston were rooting for the Lakers. They weren't rooting for Boston, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> oh, I, it's no shock, but I, I don't believe Larry Bird said that. I mean, I'm just well, I'm gonna now. If he, how much can I find? I don't know. Send it to you, my friend. Yeah, finally send it to me. Um, I, I did. Like Larry Bird's just one of them dudes that all he wanted to do was play basketball, so that might be something to do with it. Yeah, that's all it is. But I'm, I'm, I'm proud of Michael Jordan for standing up. Me too. Um, me too. I wish he, <laughs> if he can talk to his, if he can talk to his former friend and uh, get him to, you know. Kind of get some kind of social awareness yeah, going on because that that poor boy. That's why. That's why. That's why he fell in that golf. And it ain't got nothing to do with his political stance. I'm just saying, just the yeah, like he just a, he just. He something wrong get, with Tiger Woods. He man. Get, he, 
You need to get hit with a golf club again. No, you need I'm just, I'm just saying. That's it. 715, thank you guys for giving me your time. Thank you for listening. More than ever, say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things. I holler. Amen. Hey, listen to me in the morning. 7 a.m. Freaker. Listen to me. Going to get into soccer. More soccer. Tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I got you. Going to get into that more bottom. (laughs) Everybody be easy. Be safe. Keep your head up. You too. Yeah. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.